It's time for Golf DMV, the podcast highlighting golf in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. Low handicap, high handicap, or somewhere in between. If you love golf, you're in the right place. PGA, LPGA, industry trends. Golf DMV has it covered. And now, here is Claude Jennings. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Golf DMV podcast. I'm Claude Jennings in studio. A little different type of show today. You will hear from Sherman. You will hear from LB. And we've got a lot of stuff we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about our best and worst moments on the course for ourselves. You know, I don't know if we're actually qualified to talk about our worst moments. We probably should have, <laughs> although I guess this podcast really is about most of our worst moments. <laughs> That's all we seem to do is talk about each other's worst moments, right? We're going to talk about our uh, uh, most memorable moments this year uh, on the course, uh, on the courses that we play. So maybe even talk about some of our worst moments. Maybe we'll just skip over that, right? We'll also talk about some of our favorite moments from the tour, uh, the PGA Tour, some of the things we like the most this year. I have a feeling that everybody's going to have something to say about Tiger. Like Tiger's probably going to be on everybody's top list, right? Uh, and also worst moments, maybe. We'll talk about some of the worst moments uh, uh, on tour. We'll see uh, about that. But I want to get you caught up to date with everything going on. Look, golfdmvpodcast.com uh, is the website. You can get in touch with all our social pages there. You can listen to the podcast there. The store is coming soon. We've got the hats that are going to be here. So be able, so be sure to uh, uh, order those hats once they get in. We'll definitely let you know uh, for sure. Uh, when those hats are in and when you can order them. We're talking now to a couple of courses local in the DMV to see if we can get them uh, to actually carry the uh, hats inside uh, the pro shops uh, here in the DMV. Kind of like, hey, man, look, we're a golf podcast that highlights your courses. So why not put uh, the hats in the stores and we can, you know, get the DMV, all the golfers in the DMV wearing these golf DMV hats. But that's coming up um, a little uh, later on. So uh, also we've got another update from LB about tickets. I don't know what it is about LB and these tickets. He's always getting tickets. So uh, yeah, we'll have an update uh, with that. But let's jump right into today's show. LB is going to check in right now. LB is not even in the country. Let's hear from LB. He's going to give you the lowdown of where he is right now. In the immortal words of Brent Musburger, you are looking live from Cancun Secrets Player Mejedes Golf and Spa Resort. Uh, we arrived earlier today. Uh, weather is, eh, it was nice, 78-ish sunshine. Uh, the flight was not bad other than it was somebody who brought a kid why you take a kid to cancun i'll never know um little kid too i'm talking like less than two maybe between 12 and i don't know 26 months or something like that whatever the little bastard cried and whined and screamed the entire flight fortunately i had headphones and they had alcohol so i was good um what else gonna tell you so the whole the resort that we're staying at it's in a new area of Cancun that they are starting to develop. So it's further north from the, and I put in air quotes, the regular downtown Cancun area. For you that have been to Cancun, you know uh, the main downtown area. We're about another 10 to 15 miles north of that area. So it's kind of secluded. Um, the other area where we used to stay the last time we were here last year was 
closer to downtown where bus service and taxis and everything or people walking the streets that kind of area where we are now it's probably a good mile mile and a half off of the main road so we are very much secluded uh compared to what we've experienced in the past down here um but the resort is beautiful i mean i can't say anything bad about it at all um we got here we you know got our bags and Got a nice uh, room with an ocean, oceanfront view. Uh, I will post some pictures on our Instagram site, uh, at least a few. Um, so I haven't done much today other than check in, walk the beach, have something to eat, and uh, drinks, of course, because as soon as you get off the shuttle bus from the airport, they start feeding you champagne waiting on you as soon as you get off the bus, and every turn that somebody's with a drink in your face. So um, it'll be one of those kind of vacations. As far as golf, I... Do plan. I have a tea time scheduled for tomorrow morning, which will be Monday. Uh, the weather should be good tomorrow. There's a there's rain scheduled, according to the weather people. Uh, Wednesday, no, uh, yeah, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday is scheduled for rain. And actually, I think uh, Tuesday, uh, Wednesday, and Thursday is actually thunderstorm. So uh, I'm definitely gonna play tomorrow. Friday's supposed to be nice. Saturday's supposed to be nice. If I can't play Tuesday. Uh, I definitely will play Friday and Saturday. Um, so golf is included here, but there's a catch to it. So golf is included. You know, you get one round of golf per day, but you pay a cart fee. Guess how much the cart fee is? You guessed it. Ninety nine freaking dollars <laughs> for a cart fee. So, you know, it's is it less than what we would normally what I played last time? Yes. The courses that I played the last last year when I was here, I paid uh, I think about 125. I think the one place was 125, another place like 135 or something like that. So it's cheaper, yes, but it ain't a whole lot cheaper. So uh, that that is what it is. Um, but yeah, I hope to get. I brought a book with me too, so I plan to get some rest and uh, enjoy myself and. You know, enjoy the weather while I can because it's, you know, it was monsoon at the at, at home when I left. So um, at least I have sunshine for this for today and the next couple of days. We have look like we're going to have good weather before uh, rain follows us to Cancun. All right. Yes. Yeah, so there you have it. LB vacation time in Cancun. The drinks are already flowing, as you can already <laughs> As you can already tell. And we're going to hear back from LB with his favorite moments uh, from himself on the course and also uh, his favorite moments on the PGA Tour from 2018. He's got a ticket update for us as well. But first, we want to check in with Coach Sherman. Coach has been busy all weekend long, man. He and uh, uh, St. Vincent Pilate uh, men's basketball team, Varsity, uh, man, they're doing a lot of traveling. I believe they were at the Bullis Holiday uh, uh, Tournament, and I think they finished second. Um, made it to the championship game uh, and lost there, but you know they fought hard. You know uh, Sherman, the boys did a great job. So here's Sherman now checking in uh, with what he's been doing with the basketball team uh, and and his favorite moments from the PGA Tour, and also his favorite moments. Uh, and you know, I think I think I know what his favorite moments are. It might have something to do with breaking 90 uh, this year. Let's hear from Sherman. Hey folks, so Claude had the great idea that. We didn't have to go to the studio today, so uh, big, you know, hand clap, golf clap for uh, for Claude. Since LB's out of the country and I've been traveling uh, on the St. Vincent Pilate basketball uh, highway and byway, 
uh, with the Bullis Holiday Tournament this weekend. I get to record this sitting right in front of my fireplace at home on a cold, rainy Sunday evening. So, Claude wants us to uh, tell our favorite and least favorite uh, moments of 2018. I'm guessing he meant golf-wise because clearly being hired as a basketball coach would be my top, uh, high school basketball coach uh, would be my top moment of 2018. But if we're talking about golf, Claude, I'm going to have to say you are, and our listeners already know this answer, breaking 90 for the first time at uh, Seascape down in the Outer Banks um, this summer. So that was clearly my top moment of 2018. Also, the thing I would say is just how the uh, podcast has grown so much this year. Thank you to all the listeners, loyal listeners, new listeners, um, you know, just seeing that. And and really, it's not even a, a, a job. I mean, I get to get together with two of my best friends and just talk golf, talk life, talk basketball, talk whatever, uh, politics. And really, we just turn the microphone on and you guys get to hear, you know, three idiots talk pretty much. Um, as far as the worst moments of 2018, I don't really have any. I mean, it's been a great year. Um, it's been a lot of fun, you know, great work, uh, you know, great job. Well, when I say work, great job, I was going to say great work-life balance because I do get to play golf, um, you know, great family and friends. So nothing to complain about there. Now, if we want to talk about the PGA, come on now. We all know the reemergence of Tiger was by far many people's favorite moment of 2018. Definitely mine. Um, you know, he just, you know, LB had made a comment during the during one show this year where he said, I said, actually, I said, Tiger moves the needle and LB cut me off and said, no, Tiger is the needle. Um, that's, you know, I mean, it's just, it's just true. I mean, it's, it makes the game so much more fun, you know, with Tiger just exploding and having the year he had. I mean, you know, how much fun was that just for everyone involved? Um, worst moment on the PGA? I don't, I don't really know. You know, maybe I don't. It's it's tough to say. I mean, it was I think it was a fun year. We saw a lot of, you know, kind of new faces that aren't typically at the top. Um, you know, DJ was up there, but he didn't win it. So, you know, thank God for that, because you all know how I feel about DJ. Um, but I don't know. I, th- I thought it was a, a really good year. I, I think that, you know, moving into 2019 and the LPGA, um, getting the pay bump, you know, and, and seeing them try to get some you know, some type of equity, um, equality on, or, you know, get some equality, I should say, pay equality, um, is important, you know, for the game and for, you know, little girls that are growing up who want to play golf. So that's great as well. Um, but I don't know if there's anything really bad this year. I guess we could talk about the Ryder cup, but nobody even cares about the Ryder cup. So maybe the only bad thing is that Tiger lost to Phil in that, in the match, uh, the day after Thanksgiving. So that's about all I got. So, you know, again, thank you to everyone for your continued support and looking forward into going into 2019. I guess we'll record an episode before Christmas. Um, but you know, if we don't, then tune back in and uh you know the first week of january and let's get this thing rolling and have some more fun some more laughs and hopefully a lot more golf
All right. Great work there from Sherman. Thanks for checking in. Congratulations uh, to St. Vincent Pilates uh, men's varsity uh, uh, basketball team. Man, good job there, Sherm. You and the kids, man. Look, if you follow Golf DMV on Instagram, on Twitter and on Facebook, we'll keep you updated with uh, Sherman's um, uh, basketball team with St. Vincent Pilates. Man, maybe you can get out there and support uh, them if you're in any of the areas where they're playing. Uh, man, it's really good work that he does. There. Let me tell you something. Sherman coaches these boys, but he cares so much about these boys. I've seen him recruit. I've seen him, you know, I try to get some of his players into college and, and things like this. And, and he's, look, let me be honest with you. Some of the stuff that he was doing before getting to St. Vincent Pilates, uh, St. Vincent Pilates, he was doing stuff that some of his boys, high school coaches wouldn't do for them. And he's a kid that he would coach in rec league and stuff like that. And he's looking out for them in ways that some of their high school coaches weren't. So, I mean, he cares about these kids that he coaches. So, you know, if you get an opportunity to, uh, to check, to check Sherm out and, and stuff like that, be sure uh, to do that. But again, you can follow that on all of our social, you can get all the information about our socials right at the website, social media sites. You can go to golf DMV podcast, uh, dot com and get all that stuff there. All right, let's head back to Cancun. Uh, you know, LB's there. You can hear the party in the background for the most part. And he's going to share his favorite moments uh, from 2018. Here we go. So the best of 2018 review. Um, For the PGA, of course, my favorites of 2018 would have to be Tiger Eldrick Woods uh, winning. Um, I guess that was the last tournament of the year that he, he won when he had the well, like he uh, parted the Red Sea on the 18th hole with all his people were following him <laughs> up to the green. But honestly, the one that I think captured me more was when he didn't win at the British Open. I believe that was the British Open. I could be wrong. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. But I think it was the British Open when he when he was in contention there for a while. He had uh, the field was a couple of strokes ahead and he had kind of caught up and got the lead for I think one or two holes before he he uh, did the moonwalk and let it go, but to me that was more exciting than when he actually won. Uh, uh, I, guess, I forget the name of that whatever that last tournament was that he won, um, but the British Open I, and I could be again I could be wrong it may not be the British Open but I thought it was when he uh, when he made that charge uh, and got and got in contention and then got the lead but then let it go. That was more exciting to me than him actually winning. But, uh, you know, I think everybody, if, as long as you're not a Tiger hater, would have to agree that Tiger actually getting back in the winner's circle was probably the highlight of 2018 for the PGA. Um, well, at least it's mine. If nobody else don't agree with me, hell with you. Um, my My highlights for the year... Uh, I have two actually, and and I apologize because I'm out of town. I can't uh, get into my uh, my scorecard account to see when I what the score actually was and where I actually scored it. But I think I shot a a high 80 somewhere, 80s, 887. Now I think it may have been Falls Road sometimes uh, in in 2018. That would be my low round of the year. Um, so that, that goes, you know, without saying, I guess is one of my highlights, but I actually, even in lieu of that, my other, uh, triumph for 2018 would have to be Lake presidential, uh, finally getting the gauntlet. I mean, I didn't score well for the entire round. I think I shot 91 or two or something like that. Um, but I think I went plus two or three or something like that through the gauntlet. I, again, I can't remember because I don't have access to my uh, information, but 
getting back at the gauntlet after they kicked my ass for two or three rounds, uh, you know, getting getting some get back from the gauntlet to me probably actually I'm and honestly if I'm honest with myself that problem to me would be it was more exciting and more fulfilling than actually shooting in the 80s or whatever I did uh at the other courses that I played in 2018 um because the gauntlet was 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 taking my lunch every time I played so it was really satisfying to finally get back at it and uh and get some revenge on the gauntlet and I will go back again next year and we'll and the gauntlet and I will battle again in 2019 and probably for years to come. But uh, at least I got one. You know, she probably got me 10 to 1 right now, but I got that one. So I feel good about that. You knew the gauntlet was somehow going to make it to LB's moments of 2018, whether it was his top moments or his worst moments. You know, I don't think LB or Sherman, Sherman mentioned worst moments, but said he's not sure. Uh, uh, LB uh, didn't mention, well, no, I guess he said the gauntlet could be best or worst, huh? I, I don't know. They, they weren't really too keen. They didn't spend a lot of time on, on worst moments. Maybe later in the show, I'll spend some time sharing their worst moments on the course, because I remember a few of them, and maybe I'll share Maybe I'll share a little later. But what I want to do is share some of my best moments uh, from the PGA Tour and from uh, uh, me playing this uh, uh, year. Uh, I think I'll start with the PGA Tour. Of course, Tiger. Tiger, you know, honestly, uh, is number one on everybody's list. But I'm going to throw something in there that I think uh, we some folks may have forgotten. Uh, and it's kind of offbeat. It's not really in the mainstream. One of my favorite moments from uh, the 2018 PGA Tour um, was, do you remember, and I think it was Kevin Na, when we got a behind-the-scenes look at this argument he and his caddy had where... <laughs> where the caddy was saying, look, don't hit that club because if you hit it, you're going to hit it too far. You're going to fly over. You're going to be on the, in the bunker. You're not going to have a good shot. And they're going back and forth. Kevin Odd decides not to listen to the caddy. And what does he do? He flies it over the bunker. And he has a worse shot than the caddy even thought. And then, and so the caddy's just got to look at him. You know what I mean? And then he's giving him kind of an earful when he gets to the second shot. And then what does Kevin Nod do? He holes out from the second shot, gets a par. I mean, and that was such a funny thing because it's like, yo, the caddy's telling them not to do it. And so that was kind of one of my favorite moments because he, at the end he ended up being right, but he was really, you know, wrong. But of course, you know, Tiger, uh, number one, uh, mountain that comeback. Everybody wanted to see it. There was big questions about Tiger winning again. Like, will he ever be able to do it? And he did. Now, here's another thing uh, when you take the Tiger uh, take the Tiger effect into account as far as him being the having the best moment of 2018. It's the fact that when we started 2018, if anyone was to say that Tiger would just play in all of the tournaments that he that he was uh, scheduled to play in and he would not be hurt, that that would have been a successful season. Now, again, listen to what I'm saying. At the beginning of 2018, if we were to say Tiger would play every single tournament he was scheduled to play, forget where he finished. He would just play. You know, he'd make the cut in some of them, I guess. Right. And he would not be hurt. He would not get injured. This would have been a successful season for him. He shattered that. By the time we got to June, the expectations had changed. Again, the expectations for success was just playing all the tournaments, don't get hurt. By the time we got to the summer, it was about winning for him at that point. And so the, those expectations changed so fast. So one of my favorite moments for myself 
uh, it, <laughs> it uh, uh, now let me tell you, I didn't have a, a ton of highlights, um, but I think one of them, the, like the best one might have been, and LB can remind can can remind me maybe when he gets back from Cancun, because I can't remember exactly which course it, it was either Timbers at Troy or it might have been Waverly Woods. Uh, it's possible that it wasn't either, <laughs> but I think it was one of those two. Uh, maybe it was that Father's Day weekend doubleheader we did. I can't remember exactly where it was, but anyway, um, it was a long par five. Maybe it was Lake Presidential. It might have been Lake Presidential. A long par five. Uh, I hit it middle of the fairway, which doesn't happen often, but I, I did middle of the fairway. So now we've got about 225 to the green, and it's an elevated green. Man, I said, you know, I'm going for it. I'm just, I'm just going to go for it. You know, the round was already, you know, looking bad anyway. So I whip out my five wood. Man, I smoked that ball, put it right on the green. Two putt birdie. Best moment of golf I had probably in three years. So that was my moment of 2018. I'm not even going to share my worst moments because there's too many to chronicle. I mean, there's. There's the times where, you know, I'm in the middle of the fairway and there's water to the right of me, maybe about 20 feet. I, I can't remember where we were playing when this happened, but I'm in the middle of the fairway. There's water to the right, just 20 feet away. I mean, and, and off the tee, I, I smoked the ball I'm in the middle of the fairway. Water, I mean, literally, I almost have to hit the ball backwards to get it in the water. That's how close the water is to me to the left. What do I do with the second shot? I put that joint right in the way. Now, I'm left-handed. So usually when I shank something or dribble, it will just go to the left because the club face is open and I'm tightening up. I don't know how this ball was able to get to the right, but it went to the right. Didn't even go 10 yards in front of me. As a matter of fact, I think it went further right than it went forward. It had to. It had to go further right than it went forward in order to even get in the water. So, yeah, that was a that was a bit disappointing. So that was probably my worst moment um, from 2018. You know what? Some of my other best moments where I played a lot of golf, and I played a lot of golf with these guys, with Vernon, with with uh, LB. Got a chance to play with Coach B. That was player Coach B. Um, gosh, and Coach B's buddy Charles. Got a chance to uh, hang out with those guys. Man, had some fun playing golf with Brant. Hadn't heard from Brant in a while. Man, it'd be good to hear from him. Um, got to play playing with Sherman. Uh, playing with these guys a lot more this year than I had than I've been able to in years before. So that was um, uh, really good to be able to do that and catch up uh, with these guys. Okay, so now we're going to check back in uh, with LB uh, before we close the show out. LB's got an update on this whole ticket thing that he's got going on. He's always getting these tickets, and you you, you guessed right, folks. He got one more ticket. He's going to tell us about it right now. So I posted on uh, our Instagram page a few days ago uh, a picture of another ticket. So this is my third time, and I didn't get stopped this time. This was actually a speed camera. Uh but if we go back, I guess for the last month, this is my third encounter, I'll call it, with the uh, law enforcement of the DMV. So I got a, I got pulled over leaving Sherman's house one night in Howard County, where he said my light bulb was out on my, on my tags. Didn't get him a ticket or anything, but he, you know, showed his tendencies. I'll say it that way. The second one, I actually did get a ticket for making a going straight through a right turn only lane by Officer Fat Boy up on in Fairfax County in a $69 administration fee, which is straight bullshit. And then the other day, I got a one in the mail from uh, the D.C. government. So I got everybody. I, I have the entire DMV. Let's talk about that. I have the entire DMV 
captured now. So I got I got <laughs> I got Howard County pulled over in Maryland. I got a ticket in Virginia and I got a speed camera in D.C. I got the trifecta of tickets and or law enforcement assholes. So um, this latest one, it was on Thanksgiving Day. Mind you, uh, I went to see my brother who was in the hospital uh, and he's doing better. Thank you for your thoughts and well wishes. Uh, so somewhere on New Hampshire Avenue, I don't even know where the camera is. I'm going to have to get the ticket out and make sure I know where it is so I don't get, get caught again. But I was going 42 in a 30 mile per hour zone. And guess how much the ticket was? I'll pause while you while you think about that. That's right. One hundred freaking dollars for a 12 mile over the speed limit infraction. One hundred dollars. And which is a little bit different than Fairfax County. I mean, all the tickets, both of those tickets came out to be about the same. The difference is Fairfax County. You had, I think, close to your, your court date before you had to pay it. Uh, and my court date, I think it was March or something. I've already paid the ticket, but it was, but, but you had until March to pay the ticket. DC, you have, from the time I got the ticket, I think you have two weeks to pay the ticket. And if not, it doubles to $200. So obviously I've paid it, but it's just, uh, you know, it's, yeah. I don't know what we're doing with these tickets. I don't, I don't, I mean, I understand, you know, you, you want people to slow down, you want this and the other, but a hundred dollars, I mean, come on, y'all. I, I, <laughs> what do you need? I just say, uncle, I mean, a hundred dollars, really? That's to me, that's, that's just, oh, I know in Montgomery County, if you get speed camera tickets because I've got speed camera tickets before, they like 40 bucks. You know, and, you know, I don't want to give away 40 bucks and I don't want to give away a hundred dollars either. So the money to me is not the is is not the is not it is not a deterrent for me, at least. Uh, maybe for some other people, but it's not a deterrent for me. <laughs> but I think a hundred dollars is pretty ridiculous. I mean, it, it, it is what it is. But so. So, yeah, I have the trifecta now in D.C., Maryland and Virginia. Hopefully, because I have the three is everything comes in threes. So hopefully I'm done. Well, now we got to we, I, now think about it too. We're going into a new year, 2019. So maybe my maybe I got to start all over again to get another three, another trifecta before these people leave me alone. Some people say, well, you could just slow down. But but who wants to do that? You know, I was going to say that's always an option. It's always an option to just kind of slow your row, slow down. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to this special edition of the Golf DMV podcast. Again, man, we're all over doing all kinds of things, and the holiday season is in full swing. So a little busy. LB's on travel doing what the 1% do, getting out of the country and <laughs> having fun. And uh, Sherman's coaching basketball. Man, yeah, I know me. I, I've got tons of stuff going on. And so we were able to put together uh, this special uh, kind of a holiday edition, I guess, wrap-up of 2018. We're going to get you a show uh, before Christmas. We'll see uh, when LB gets back in town, if we can get together and, and put together a Christmas show for you. If not, we'll definitely do one before the new year. Man, enjoy the season. Enjoy your family and friends. Again, golfdmvpodcast.com is the website. Uh, man, as soon as those hats get in, we're going to put those for sale. You might see them in some area uh, pro shops. When we tell you which pro shop they are in, we're going to make sure, make sure you get out there, purchase those, show your love for Golf DMV. It's your podcast. It's your area. These are your golf courses, man. And uh, we love reviewing them for you and hanging out and having fun. So until next time, guys, take it easy. You're listening to the Golf DMV.